Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. This is an out of cycle update. I don't want to call it breaking news, even though it's kind of breaking news, but because it's already been chatter out there, I don't think it's fair to refer to it as breaking news, but I will share it because I think it's important. If you have a vested interest in these low level cryptos that are, when I say low level, I'm talking low market cap, low entry barrier. That's what I mean. Not low as in um, not worth your time. If, I, if you've heard any of my previous podcast entries, you know that I've said that if you're in the United States, there's really no reason why you would not be on Coinbase. The reason I say that is very simple. Coinbase, by and large, is the friendliest, easiest to get in for anyone who's in the United States. Now, Coinbase has some issues. I'm not going to lie. They have some issues with the diversity of tokens that are available for trade some of them are not available to american citizens and this is true they've documented it they told you this and they've had issues with new york because obviously new york they're in bed with wall street they don't want people to get rich and so they've kind of blocked that well they've changed some of this over time so now with shib for example you can now trade it if you're a new york citizen on coinbase and that's big because that's a whole segment of the population that's always wanted it and you know in my case i've said you know, you need to get the heck out of there. And that's my opinion. However, I digress. In any event, Coinbase now is rumored to be ramping up to list Satama. Now, this is big for two reasons. One, Satama will be the second low kind of penny stock-ish equivalent coin that or token that will be listed on Coinbase Exchange. And chances are it's going to go to Coinbase Pro first which will give us a good measure of the popularity of the token with the trading community, including day traders, because right now with the the uh, Ethereum costs, most people are not day trading Satama unless you're super wealthy. M the majority of the so-called Satama wolf pack is not the super wealthy. That's the reason why they're in the token is to potentially punch that ticket and become wealthy. Thus, I would argue most of them are going to be happy to get away from the gas fees by way of Coinbase Pro, myself included as somebody who holds a reasonably small stake in Satama. I hold, you know, a bunch of tokens and it's one of them. And I will watch and see what the price movement is on that one. Now, to be fair, Satama is already available on Gate.io uh, and other exchanges. So it's not like it's a major deal that it's on a new exchange, but it is a major deal that it's on an exchange such as a Coinbase because that's for Americans, about as large as you can get. And again, they are at the forefront, I believe, of accessibility to the user with a web interface and a mobile interface. Most of the people that are trading are using Coinbase Wallet, even though I wish they wouldn't, but they are. So there's already a natural, at least, predilection towards the Coinbase ecosystem. And then it's just education. And I just did a podcast update with the differences between the Coinbase interfaces, which I will publish probably tomorrow, I'm thinking maybe. Um, but it's good news. It's big news. And this is apparently going to potentially happen. Again, this is rumored, and I'm stressing it's rumored, not confirmed. Potentially going to happen after the Vegas uh, shindig that's going to happen this Saturday, two days from now, um, with the Satama Group when they launch Side of Mask. Now, one thing that we're going to want to pay attention to, let's say that, because I've called out that the Keanu, if I if you've heard my older podcast, I called out that Keanu, its earliest flub was doing something very identically similar to what we're about to do here with Satama, which was they had a big shindig scheduled. 
they had celebrities on deck and then due to no fault of the developer but just things happen they backed out of it and so then in that situation they asked for donations satama also had a donation run but it was for purchasing so it wasn't exactly the same but there were similar patterns in behavior or as tim bradley says patterns and so that's the only thing that makes me nervous is the fact that we're doing the almost exact same thing because Keanu was also going to release its Matrix wallet, similar to what Cytomask is supposed to do, and then just because of scheduling conflicts or things happening. There's a lot of uncertainty with COVID, especially out here in Vegas. It's, it's, it's an uncertain time, and so that makes people nervous when you say something's booked out to the future, and we hope everything goes smashingly well. I'm not trying to jinx them. I'm saying... I'm watching it kind of at a distance, even though I'm physically local. Um, I won't be able to attend the event, but I will still watch it, and hopefully everything goes smooth as butter. The other thing with this Coinbase listing potentially happening is that it will be one of two of the major exchanges that are rumored to be listing Satama, the other one, of course, being Binance. And when I say Binance, it will probably be both sides, both .com and Binance.us. I would say that the Binance listing is probably more significant in terms of international availability and exposure, although Gate.io is there. Many people may not realize that it's there or may not use it for whatever reason uh, or any other exchanges, but Binance is the more well-known name, especially when you talk about India. And India is where a lot of the money is, let's be honest. So I, I think when you talk United States, it's going to be Coinbase. When you talk international, it's going to be Binance. And those two alone are going to be significant enough in impact to keep us on track from my estimate, which was that basically dropping at least a zero, if not two by Q1 of next year easily. I don't see a reason why that couldn't happen unless again, something doesn't go right with the Vegas event. It's possible. Um, or let's say that the side of mass comes out and it's a buggy nonsense mess, which as somebody who works technology, I've been there. So I know how that works. And usually that's a, symptom of just certain software is built and it works fine when you're in QA, but then when you go to capacity, you got more people using it, all of a sudden it doesn't scale, like there's performance issues and that kind of stuff that they wouldn't have been able to flesh out. They did a beta, but the beta was limited, so you don't have a good sense of capacity management. So then let's say things like storage, things like database, IO, are you able to keep up with the varying traffic points? I'm assuming that they wrote it in more stateless technologies, you know, like REST or, you know, uh, file-based databases and or NoSQL, for example, where it doesn't have significant impacts, but you still have data overhead from a connectivity perspective, your authentication layer, and so on. So I'm, from a technology perspective, I am curious to see if they were able to avoid any sort of those potential poten uh, performance issues with the actual wallet that they release. I've seen the beta of the wallet and I've seen the walkthroughs and the talkthroughs and it seems like it's pretty solid and stable and well thought out. So I'm not concerned about the wallet itself. These are things that naturally happen in technology development. So I'm not calling out anything specific to crypto. I'm saying that when you do these kinds of major builds, and this is trying to do something that's unprecedented in certain ways to try to minimize gas fees and try to centralize the exchangeability. It's basically like an exchange that's a market from what I can tell, a market-level exchange in a wallet. Well, that's no, nobody's ever done that before. The closest is Zerian, and Zerian isn't, uh, to me, isn't in anybody's class. So 
I'm curious to see the end product. I really am, and I'm 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 gunning for them. I'm cheering for them, not only because of the of the investment, but because, like I said in previous, they seem to strike me as understanding the business of running this. They're a LLC, so they're fully formed. They're fully quote doxed in that form, and they seem to be doing a better job of the communication and the outreaches and keeping people informed. Obviously, they can't release everything. But the amount of information they have released is significantly better than what was in the past that I've called out. So I'm I'm definitely cheering for them. I'm not trying to jinx them. I'm not saying that they're going to fail. Absolutely not. I'm saying that these are things that I've observed that were things that went south with Keanu. And I'm hoping that they have, through their business knowledge, worked to avoid those things from happening this time around with Satama. Because this is a key moment. I was talking on my other podcast about branches and decision trees. And this is one of those branches. It's a major branch point because if they're able to pull it off and it's reasonably seamless, they're going to have bugs. Let's call it out. They're going to have bugs, but if they're minor things or they're quick to fix them and they're openly communicating, I don't think it's that big of a deal. If the trading doesn't get blocked and liquidity is not a problem and inventory is not an issue, like with SHIB, when it went live on Coinbase Pro, one of the main things that tanked its value initially was the fact that Coinbase botched the price of it. So people were trading way higher than what it was worth on Coinbase alone, and then they locked everybody else out. So all that we could do is basically trade back and forth the same amount of tokens within the same amount of people. So if you were already in and you already had your tokens there ready to go, you could buy it and trade it, but you couldn't transfer anything in. You could buy but then you're getting ripped off and then you couldn't sell out. So that's like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. And then that tanked the value of the token temporarily. Then when it went to main Coinbase, they botched the price again. Even now the price doesn't display correctly in certain interfaces. So they've never gotten the price correct. And I think it's a matter of just these, let's call them nano pricing. So it's any pricing that's under a penny. When you need to do these nano or floating point fractional type prices, it seems like Coinbase really struggles with that. And that may be a reason why to date, this is the first or second time that they've done this and they've hesitated to do it in the past. It's just, they struggle with certain amount of decimals maybe um, because SHIB was a nightmare in Coinbase Pro. And then it was a nightmare in Coinbase and it continues to be a problem. It seems like they worked out some of the bugs, but there still are display issues with it. Where uh, Hotbit, I believe it is, went different is they went with that whole nano USD concept, but then that creates problems when you're trying to cash out because you have to convert it to a USDT in order to do it. But at least there seems to be more reasonably stable. Yet on Gate.io, they've never had an issue. It doesn't matter how many decimals are on there. It's never been a problem. And with KuCoin, they can handle, it seems like they can handle those fractionals a little bit better. So... I think the Coinbase release is going to have some hiccups. I think that it's going to be a bit of a pain up front, and I'm hoping that they don't, that they've learned from the SHIB exercise. Because another thing that happened with SHIB was a failure to keep the stock up. So they ran out of stock at times because the trading volume was so darn high. The difference with Satama is we there's not as many holders as SHIB. SHIB had over 700,000 holders. And the volumes were just going to, you know, we're talking billions and billions of dollars. Satama doesn't have that yet. But then once the exposure happens, I mean, they're talking about having 
all the billboards and Times Square be taken over. I don't know how they're affording this, but if you do, and it's probably only for a few seconds to a few minutes, but if they do that, that's going to increase the exposure and there's going to be people buying in because even if you only had 1% of the United States population alone buy into the thing, that's what, 38 million people? So it, you got to think about that's that's a lot of volume that you would expect. And then if it goes to Binance, then that volume certainly going to skyrocket. So then the, it goes back to the whole performance. In the Coinbase side, that's beyond their control. They can't control if Coinbase just botches the amount of inventory that they needed or they don't know how to handle the floating points or they don't know how to handle the, uh, the decimal points. So one thing I've committed to doing this time to avoid the chaos that was Shiv's launch potentially. I've thought about moving my Satama over into gate.io. The thing that holds me back from doing this is Ethereum gas fees. However, if it turns out that it's able to get into Coinbase and it's reasonably smooth, then I'll just put my Satama over into Coinbase, probably Coinbase Pro, and just let it sit there. Now, the, the challenge is, of course, I don't get the benefits. I don't get the reflections. So I have to determine if that's the right thing to do or I leave it in the wallet. But the reason I'm hesitating leaving it in the wallet as opposed to putting it in the exchange is that if Coinbase has that same chaos happen, you won't be able to really do anything, and then the value might drop until they fix it, and then it'll recover. But that's that's going to affect my portfolio. And I'm calling that out because it's something you want to be aware of because you may not have known that SHIB had that issue. Most of the history behind that is out on the web if you were to search it, just that the Coinbase Pro launch went terribly, and a lot of people's value portfolio value was affected negatively people that had a lot more tokens than i did because i didn't have a lot of stake i had sold the majority of my ship early on i don't regret doing it because at the time i needed the money but in satama you know i've had some stake and i still have a pretty decent stake i don't have anywhere near what i had when i first started i don't regret it because again i needed the money this is a different time because now when december rolls around I'm going to have more money coming in that is going to go to investment. So I've built up towards this point. And so the releases time perfectly with what I'm planning to do in the future with my portfolio. And so I think it's a good thing for you as well to keep an eye on Coinbase and in particular Binance. If you're in the United States, I still say avoid Binance.us and I will cover them on a future episode. But the Coinbase one in particular is a good thing. Even if you're in New York, keep an eye on it because if they're able to trade SHIB, in New York, I see no reason they wouldn't be able to trade Satama in New York. And so if you're really interested in something that has good tokenomics, that's a solid business that you can invest in and you still have an opportunity to make some decent money about it, I think Satama is going to be your route. Keep an eye on that one. Again, that's going to happen this Saturday, this event for a site of mass release. And just keep an eye on those graphs because I think it's going to start dropping zeros here very shortly.